Oh, the real estate weather is frightful, but don't we deserve it to be delightful? And since there's no place to go, let inventory grow, let it grow, let it grow. Do you like my new holiday song, Terry? Holy cow, Beth. The weather <laughs> isn't the only thing that's frightful. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Where is your holiday spirit? Is there a better time to carol for an improved real estate market? That's the kind of real talk we bring to you each and every month as we cover all the comings and goings of the Pacific Northwest real estate market. I'm Santa Beth and he's Grinchy Terry. And we're here to bring you the latest in holiday songs. Uh, I mean, uh, real estate statistics and news. So easy to confuse the two. Anyway, hey, Terry. Hello, Beth. Bah humbug. That's my <laughs> seasonal retort. <laughs> well, let's hope that your inner Grinch talking and not the latest market results, speaking of. Why don't you sing us a song of statistics and sales, Terry? You know, I don't mind if I do, Beth, but I'm going to skip the singing. <laughs> let's take a look at how November compares to October of this year and how November of last year compares. Okay. As a reminder, the full statistics for Oregon, Washington, and our regular categories are available on our podcast page on armorless.com. Don't forget that. Okay. So let's jump into Oregon uh, versus last month. You know, the great news is that the cries for more inventory are being answered, at least for now. Inventory in Oregon is up five tenths from October, reaching 3.7 months of supply in November. So there are more properties being listed for sure, but so far that doesn't really increase uh, the transaction count. It's uh, still a little bit slow out there. As is common, as we head towards the close of the year, the main stats are mostly down dropping somewhere between 400 and 700 units each for new listings, active listings, pending sales, and closed sales. Additionally, prices are about the same, and that time on market just keeps creeping up. How does November of 2023 stack up against November of last year? In terms of inventory, pretty darn good. We're up eight-tenths of a month's supply from this time last year. For everything else, though, it's a bit of a mixed bag. New inactives are a bit up. Closed sales are down about 400. And pending sales are about the same. Interestingly, prices have held steady. But the time on market continues to climb. It's 14 days higher than last year. Let's take a look at Washington. So Washington in November of 2023 was very similar to Oregon. The gain in inventory, however, was great, up seven-tenths of a month's supply for a total of 3.7 months of inventory. Sales and listings are all down just a little bit, between 50 and 200 spots. Both average and median sales prices took a tumble down about $12,000 and $15,000 respectively. 
So let's take a look in comparison to November of 22. Last month saw that inventory was way up, 1.1 months higher. Prices were a bit down in the $10,000 to $15,000 range. While active listings were a bit better, closed, pending, and new listings all had a slight decline. Total market time is up about nine days from last year. So let's talk about our regular categories now. You know, we, we talk about sharp rises or falls from the previous month and that those are what we consider to be spikes. So in the spikes category, total market time jumped up a couple spots, climbing 30 days in Baker County and a whopping 81 days in Grant wow. County. That's a uh, lot. Yes. Grant also saw that close sales dropped from 10 in October to just one in November. So that would be Grant County there as well. So mm -hmm. once again, just to reiterate, Grant also saw their close sales drop from 10 in October to just one in November. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about ongoing trends that we define as being streaks. In November, pending sales dropped for the sixth straight month in Portland Metro and for the fourth straight month in Douglas and Lane County. New listings were down for the sixth straight month in Curry County and the North Coastal Counties and for the fifth straight month in Southwest Washington. In November, we did hit a couple of milestones, so let's talk about those. The inventory spike generated high points in a number of areas. At 4.8 months supply, Coos County has their highest inventory since July of 2018. That's crazy, over five years. Yeah. Hurry had the highest since May of 2020, coming in at 9.8 months supply. Grant County reached 47 months supply, the best since December of 2014. Ooh. That, that month's supply number reminds me of uh, back in the mid-2000s. Wow. L Lane County reached 2.9 months, the highest since January of 2015. Mid-Columbia climbed to 4.8 months, the best since April of 2020. Portland Metro reached 3.5 months, the highest number since February of 2014. So it's been almost a decade since we've been that high in the Portland Metro area. Wow. And, and Southwest Washington sort of similarly hit 3.7 months. That's the most it's been since February of 2015. So not quite the highest it's been for a decade, but pretty darn close. In terms of new growth properties, Portland Metro is down just slightly, losing three units over the prior month from 369 down to 366. Southwest Washington, interestingly, is the opposite of that. It's up three units over the prior month, growing from 121 units to 124. Lane County only lost a single unit. So there were 34 units previously, 
there are now 33. Hmm. So what do we think about November? Well, realtors are praying for inventory, and those prayers seem to have been answered. The rest of the stats don't really indicate any kind of significant market shift. The downward listing and sales totals are common for this time of year. Prices are relatively stable, so that's a good thing. Yes. We know interest rates have settled just a bit. Not a lot, but a little bit is good. Uh, but they remain pretty high with no real anticipation of them coming down significantly anytime soon. Hopefully, however, the crawl towards greater inventory continues. Buyers grow comfortable with the new normal of interest rates and prosperity follows. That's not too much to ask, is it, Beth? Well, no. And, you know, Terry, you're going to make me break into another rendition of let it grow, let it grow, let it grow. <laughs> oh, no, no more singing. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess that is, however, a lot better than a lump of coal in the stocking bed. Yes, yes. Much cleaner, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I'll skip the song and get right to the armless updates. We have a number of important upcoming releases. So first off, the first part of our two-part forms change release is scheduled for December 19th. That's when the BAC field in Armless Web will be updated to allow for a zero compensation amount down from the current minimum of one penny. The law in the state of Washington requiring this change goes into effect on January 1st, 2024. We've updated both the Oregon and Washington listing contracts as a result of this change. Make sure to prepare as this does mark a shift in how business is conducted. You can read more about this along with the particulars of the contract and rules changes on RMLS web. The second part of the release is currently scheduled for January 18th, 2024. That's when all the other forms changes will be released along with a number of new supplemental forms. Again, look for more info on Armless Web, including a document breaking down all the upcoming changes. On January 2nd, showing time icons and links will be removed from Armless Web and aligned showings will be the only showing management platform available on our subscriber site. If you haven't prepared for the shift, we strongly suggest you do so. If you have questions, please reach out to us. Form simplicity forms will also be removed at this time. And perhaps most important of all, we want to wish everyone a tremendous holiday season and wonderful, peaceful close of your year. It's been a pleasure podcasting for you, and we look forward to even more in 2024. We'll see you next year. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Beth. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy, happy holidays. And I have a couple quotes for you, Terry, and oh, all. Fantastic. The first is, in the new year, never forget to thank your past years because they enable you to reach today. Without the stairs of the past, you cannot arrive at the future. That was Mahat Marat Ildan. And the last quote is, 
Let yourself be silently drawn by the strange pull of what you really love. It will not lead you astray. And that's Rumi. So inspirational, Beth. (laughs) Let it grow, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Here's to a great 2024, Beth. Thank you. So long. Bye-bye.